Welcome to today's episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, we're going to be exploring a very phenomenal, iconic, legendary, warm-hearted woman named Felicia. And you know what, you guys? We are going to be telling her hi and certainly not bye today. We are going to be uncovering all of her fun emotional layers we are going to find out about her cats we are going to find out about her soul and how her life changed how it morphed how it evolved basically she's every woman and it's all in her so you're not going to want to miss this as i interview the queen of the south felicia be sure to crack open the pantry door and let's get into it girl the adventure awaits Felicia likes cats. Meow, meow. meow, meow. We came right back. Ugh. Meow, meow. We got some snacks. Yum. Meow, meow. Don't break your back. Mm. Up, y'all. Wow. We're in the pantry. I'm Courtney. We are in the pantry. Who are you? I can hardly hear you. Are you whispering? I'm not whispering. I feel like you're whispering. I'm not whispering, Dolly. Does that sound a little better? Yes. <laughs> Good. Get your interviewer voice on. My interview. Listen, I've never interviewed anybody. Well, great. Right. I'm, I'm your first. My- your first interviewee. I know. I mean, I would very much like to interview you, as practice, just in case I have to interview, Spencer Pratt. Sometime down the line. I don't know that I will um, <laughs> live up to that. Um, I'll probably be a little bit, you know, more calm. Not more calm. More calm than Spencer Pratt would be. Um, but I do like crystals and hummingbirds. So. Listen, after seeing Spencer defend the queen, Taylor Allison Swift, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for the mess. I'm here for all of it. Because what they're doing to uh, our sis is not right. It's not. Spencer is just looking at it how I'm looking at it. It's very simple. Give our sis the masters and uh, promptly fuck off. Mm-hmm. Just that simple. That's Before simple. Taylor snap her fingers and dust y'all. It's that simple. I'm sure you guys were expecting us to talk about all of that this week. Uh, but honestly, if y'all go look at Holly Scoop, if y'all look at our Twitters, mm-hmm. you'll see all of our thoughts. <laughs> you'll see all the mess. So that's all you need. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm literally having uh, a sour straw moment. Mm. Uh, green apple, sour green. Oh, yes. Mm. Yum. She did that. Haribo girl. You know Haribo girl? Haribo. Yeah, they do the gummy bears, yep. the sour yeah, girl. The sour streamers, girl. Mm-hmm. Sour streamers, now they're the one. The happy world of Haribo. Kids and grown ups love it so. Come on, bitch. Whoa. You this isn't a brand deal, but <laughs> Yeah, I just read it off the bag. Oh. <laughs> girl, you thought I just made that one up off the spot? No, I thought it was like a jingle that they had and you brought it from your memory. Cause I was girl. like, I've never heard that. I wish Haribo needs to get on it. They need to call me to do the jingle. Yeah. Send as long them, as they write that check. 
Send them your intros for Overheard in the Pantry, and they'll hire you on the spot. Girl, on the spot. <laughs> Immediately. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll literally just uh, Venmo me the check and say, send us the audio yep. file. Yep. All right, you guys, we are switching gears today because we're moving the spotlight off of all of our delicious snacks, treats, what have you. And we're focusing the spotlight on uh, one very special woman. And that woman's name is Felicia. That is terrifying to think about the spotlight shifting to me. (laughs) Yes, it's on you, girl. You have arrived, honey, oh and the spotlight is on you, honey. That's what Nini says on Real Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> on the one season. Yes. Look at you, who pretty told her. Um, so this week I'm going to be interviewing Felicia because I feel like she's just like a character. And Aww. I feel like y'all need to uh, get into her. Like, you know what I mean? I really feel like the the questions I've curated both from myself and the ones I've plucked through the forest of Twitter will really give us uh, a better idea of how, in my opinion, phenomenal you are. Oh, thanks. I do much better at answering questions than I do about that than I do with just saying stuff about myself. Mm. Well, girl, today you're going to talk about yourself. Oh, God. And we're going to get into some, as Nicki Minaj would say, some things. (laughs) And I really think that the kids will appreciate a fun little, you know, Q&A moment. You know. So, Felicia. Yes, Courtney. The the very first thing, I well... Uh, we're going to start in a, in a very, well, the whole interview is going to be positive, but we're going to start a little lighthearted. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Let's dip our toes in. We're just going to, we're just going to, you know, skate over the top of yeah. the lake with our toes. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk on, like how Harry, you know how mm-hmm. Harry, he walked. In that fucking video. Girl, yo, I heard the passion in that, in that fucking video. <laughs> All right, Felicia, when was the last time you complimented yourself, and what was it about? Ooh. So, okay. Lately, I've been feeling like I don't look good. Like, Mm. that's just how I've been feeling lately. I don't know why. I don't know what's brought this on. But um, whenever I was at the beach a couple of weekends ago, I just, like, I don't know if it was just being out in the sun or being around, like, people that, like, were just lifting my energy or what it was, but I did my makeup really well one night, and I took a bunch of fucking photos, and I was like, oh, my God, I like every single one of these pictures of myself, Mm. and it was just really weird. Like, I kept being like, I can't believe I like all of these selfies, because I normally take, like, a bunch of selfies, and then I, like, filter out, and I maybe find one that I like. That's how it's been Mm -hmm. lately. Yeah. And for some reason, I liked all of them. And I don't know what it was, but I was like, girl, I don't know if it's the Lizzo we've been listening to all weekend or if it's yeah. the sun. Maybe the... it was just the fact that your confidence was a little bit higher because you were around good people. Maybe so. I was like, we've had a good girl empowering weekend here. Uh, mm. And I don't know. I guess that's the last time. Hmm. 
Oh, okay, okay. What's your favorite Lizzo song right now? Ooh, it's so hard because I really do love the whole album. Mm. And uh, I think today or this week. Me. This week, um, I like Soulmate. Mm. I like that one. Which kind of like goes back at what I was saying this past this couple weekends ago. Mm. I was looking into some Lizzo tickets and uh Homegirl tickets was uh sold out just about on her two little she has three LA dates here. Mm. And two of them are just about like sold out and her tickets are you know, the, the girls are paying uh they're paying a nickel. Yeah. For Lizzo, and I was kind of shook, but she deserves. Yeah. Hmm. All right, Lizzo, let's see her. I'm going to have to meet Lizzo. We got to have Lizzo on the podcast. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Felicia, something that I really enjoy about you is your love for your cats. And I want to talk about your cats. Please. If that's okay. <laughs> Please, can we talk about my cats? <laughs> when did you get your cats, and how did you get your cats? So, the first cat that I got, Trey. <laughs> Trey's the white one that's fat. And <laughs> let me let you in on a little secret. <laughs> Trey is actually a girl. What? <laughs> Revealed. <laughs> what? So, um, this guy that I was with, I came home one day from school, from like college and Trey was just here. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, a little baby kitten. He knew I wanted a cat. So it was very sweet. But mm-hmm. that's how that's how I got Trey. Um, and we called Trey. Trey was very tiny when we first got him. And he was like maybe six weeks old. So like he had just been taken from his mom. Mm-hmm. So I think for a long time we thought Trey was a boy. And at that point... We had already given him the name Trey. We had been calling him a boy. So, yeah, Trey is actually a girl, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> Trey is a boy name. But God. because I've had Trey for, like, since he was, like, little. This was, like, maybe 2013 or 12. I don't know. Um, but since I've had Trey since he was, like, really little, he, like, I think he really thinks that, like, I'm his mother or something because mm. he will like sit next to me and just stare at me. That's, <laughs> that's all he does. He just stares at me. Or like if he's sitting on the couch next to me and he's awake and I look at him, he'll snap his head, look at me and just make a little anytime I look at him. And he Aww. loves when I sing. Like if I'm walking around the house singing a song, he'll just get so happy and start purring. <laughs> That's so sweet. It is so sweet. And then um, Lucy, my second cat, my um, the guy that I was with, he worked at Walgreens. And he called me one day, and I don't believe this fucking story. I think this is bullshit. <laughs> we, were trying, we, were trying to, we were trying to get a second cat. But he called me one day, and he's like, I found this cat in the parking lot of Walgreens. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, come up here and get it, and we'll take it home. And I'm like, okay. So I go into Walgreens and I go into the little employee office thing and they've got this cat in there and she, she Lucy, who is actually a girl, <laughs> Lucy comes up to me. And come she, on, Lucy. Huh? What'd you I said, say? come on, Lucy. <laughs> come on, Lucy. 
<laughs> um, but whenever I came in the room, she like comes up to me and she literally climbs up my body and gets in my arms and she's crying and she just starts purring. And oh. I was like, that's our kitty. <laughs> you had to take her. Yes, but she's so sweet. She's literally sitting in my lap right now. She she's the cat that like if somebody that she doesn't know comes in the house she's gonna come get in your lap trey doesn't want anybody to touch him but me i like that they're different they are different trey is grumpier and lucy's more friendly and they get along they do Mm -hmm. i remember whenever (laughs) this is kind of funny (laughs) i'm talking about my cats for 30 minutes Me, actually. When we first brought Lucy in, I was, like, terrified. I was like, they're not going to like each other at all. And when we first brought Lucy in, she, of course, goes right up to Trey because she's so friendly. And Trey's like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. This is fine. Oh, my God, really? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (gasps) So I looked up online, like, how to, like, get cats, you know, acquainted to each other. And I don't know if this is real, so don't follow this. (laughs) But mean, mean Felicia. it said to like put them in a room together for a few minutes and just like let them be. So we put them in our bathroom and I was like, I want to see what's going on in there. So we like put one of our phones in there and like FaceTimed the phone. Me, yeah. <laughs> Literally me. And we the cats were just like looking at the phone because like my mom was texting me, so it was, like, buzzing. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And so they're just looking at the phone, and then they just start, like, hissing at each other. I don't know. It was funny. But they were fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were just hissing at each other, but they were fine. They were fine. They're fine now. They're, they'll snuggle together sometimes. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Look at you and your family. My little kitties. <laughs> yeah. All right, Felicia. Well, we have our first question mm-hmm. from the Twitter, the Twitterers, the tweeters. The Twitterverse. This one is from Harry's Curly Pits. Lauren. <laughs> Lauren. And she wants to know what's your favorite eyeshadow and lip color combo. Ooh. What's your favorite? That's so hard. I always love a good red lip. You rock a good red lip. Thanks. Not many women can pull off like a red lip. Thank you. Um, Come on. But yeah, just a red lip and just like a neutral color on your eyes. You don't really wear dark lipstick, do you, Felicia? I feel like I don't ever really see you wear dark lipstick that I can readily remember. Um, I will in the fall. Yeah? I'll wear like the more like dark reds and dark like purples. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But most of the time, like in the summer and spring, it's either going to be like a pink or like a nude or red. All right. I see you. This on-trend woman. <laughs> this beauty queen. Oh. Well, Felicia, we already know. <laughs> you. We obviously could not have an interview about you without somehow making it about me. <laughs> so my next question for you is... What was your favorite thing about meeting me for the first time? About meeting you for the first time? Like, when we first met, was what was my favorite thing? Yes, ma'am. Courtney, my favorite thing <laughs> was the fact that I met somebody who understood YouTube. Mm. I had never met anyone from the internet before. Before I met you, so Courtney, you're my you're the first person I met from YouTube. Um, 
so that was really exciting that I had, I'd like, and you were like the first like new friend I had made in like a long time. Mm. And like, whenever I met you, I was like grieving and stuff. So Mm. like, whenever I met you, it was like a new like energy and a new spark. And I remember like, I think the day or a couple days after we met, I was just like, I'm just so glad like our paths crossed. Like, Mm-hmm. Because it was just like, I don't know, it was exactly what I needed in that moment in my life. Yeah. You know, honestly, I kind of agree. I th- I think, like, sometimes, like, what would my life be like if, like, for whatever reason, like, I wasn't at Playlist or you didn't wind up making it to Playlist? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? How different things would be. Yeah. Because, uh, like, I th- just randomly decided last minute to go and to apply for that panel. Like, this was, like maybe a month or so before like it was all really felicia literally same i wasn't gonna go um just because it was like right after vidcon it was like right after it was like maybe four or five weeks after Mm -hmm. vidcon or something like that and it was like very last minute but because i wound up having a ride i was like well (laughs) pack your bags yeah huh the universe i know okay girl well for those of our listeners that don't know Felicia, she is actually um, a Harry Styles connoisseur. Mm. That's a good word to a describe. Connoisseur. To describe your passion for that uh, very musically and artistically inclined young man. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have a question from our good sis, Chef Lindsay. Love and, that. Yo, for real, right? Uh, she wants to know your favorite Harry Styles related moment. Ooh, that's so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go on ahead and preface this while it's too late now by saying that it gets harder. Oh Lord. Um... <laughs> <laughs> potentially, potentially. My favorite Harry Styles moment. Um. The first night of his first solo tour, watching the live stream of that, not knowing what songs he was going to play, and when he started performing uh, What Makes You Beautiful, Mm. that was incredible. Like, I'm sitting in my bedroom, and I'm just, like, freaking out watching this on the live stream. Mm. Because I, like, had no idea. Because I... If y'all don't know, I missed out on One Direction. I came to the game late. I never got to see them live. So I never thought that I would ever hear What Makes You Beautiful live. So whenever I found out that I was going to hear that live, uh, everything. Oh, I'm glad you got that. Yeah. Oh, I like Harry. I will say, even if his music sound sonically is not 100% my favorite. Mm -hmm. I appreciate the thought. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That he's just doing what he likes. Yeah. Rather than trying to get a number one. Yeah. And I feel like that's what it's all about right now. It's all about like trying to, it's all about the numbers Mm -hmm. aspect of it instead of just like doing whatever the fuck you want to do. And I mean, I can definitely respect that. Yeah. All right. Felicia, mm-hmm. we got a little, a little question from somebody else. Oh yeah, and we love her. Her name's Beck. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
We love oh, Mac. Yes. We're getting we to meet Mac next week. Yo, we really about to meet Mac. I'm ready. I can't wait. I'm about to hug back till I spine crunch turn into <laughs> dust. Pop. No, but uh, Beck wants to know if you could stand only Taylor or Harry, who would you pick? I think I have to go, even though this is like, you know, a fucking hard question. <laughs> <laughs> if in this fantasy world where I had to only pick one, I would have to pick Taylor. Mm. I, like, I had a feeling she's that. been in my life since I was like what, 15, 14, how old? Yeah. So mm. I have to pick her. She's the soundtrack of my life. I feel like I've grown up with her. She's just like an imaginary friend that's not so imaginary. Exactly. I feel like I, I know her. <laughs> Harry I feel, is like I feel the same way. on a different level. Like, you know, Taylor is like your imaginary best friend and Harry is just your husband on the poster in your locker. Right. I so get that. <laughs> <laughs> I so get that. Lucy, you can't have the microphone cord. Same. This guy's getting all tricky down here. <laughs> this tricky kitty. Go to sleep. She's just sitting here. I'm like, go to sleep, cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have another question here from Danny. And Danny, Danny wants to know, what's your biggest fear and your biggest dream? My biggest fear. Oh, God. We Here just we slid, go. We slid right into that. Here we go. <laughs> my biggest fear. This cat is literally, I have a, um, I have like a glass round table that the computer's sitting on and she's right up next to it because I have it pulled close and she's chewing the glass table. Stop. She's purring while she's doing it, too. Stop. My biggest fear is my cat eating glass. Um, it is complicated. So I think the thing that keeps me up at night, which I guess would be my biggest fear, is just people dying around me, mm. which is, like, so scary. Like, I'm, like, terrified of, like, losing somebody because I've already gone through, like, a great loss that way, I think, is why that's, like, developed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, like, it. I'm, like, scared of somebody close to me dying. Mm. Or, like, my parents dying before I, like, have grandkids. Or mm. my parents dying before I, like, get, like, married or something. And, like, I am just alone. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that it stems from all of that, like, already suffering a great loss and just being afraid of being alone. And it, like, fucks me up because it, like, makes me not want to get close to people and open up to people because I don't want to get hurt Mm. if I lose somebody, you know? That's why it's, like, difficult for me to be like close friends with people like more than just surface level because I'm like scared they're just gonna like leave one day or I don't know I'm just like afraid to get attached to people which sucks because I was not like that before yeah same literally same I feel that unfortunately loss is a part of life but that doesn't make it any easier yeah you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The There's just, like, the inevitability of life is scary. Yes. And I had learned in college that, like, as we matured, like, some something in our brain, like, 
winds up like coming to peace with that. Mm -hmm. But like at the age I'm currently at, like I don't have peace with that. That's fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. It's so scary. But like maybe that switch goes off once you start to accomplish what you feel like you're meant here to do. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel like I'm like scared of like, like what I don't I don't know how I would deal with it if I lost somebody else. Mm. Because I'm like, I mean, I'll never get over Robbie's death, but like I feel like I'm like fine now because mm-hmm. it's been you know it was 2014 so it's mm. been a while but i feel like i don't know if i'd be i, I don't know how i would handle it if i lost somebody else close so that's yeah. scary and that's a scary thought to even think about how i would even handle it yeah well felicia yes. on the opposite side what's your biggest dream um i don't know i always have a hard time with questions about like dreams and goals because I don't really I don't really know when you wake up what do you want I guess I just want to be like with people that I love and like just like happy which just Hmm. sounds so simple like I wish I had a more concrete like oh I want to go on to become blah 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 I mean, it would be nice to one day work in something a little bit more creative than what I'm doing now. Not that I don't love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my biggest dream would maybe be me pushing myself outside of my comfort zone mm. of what I'm doing right now. Whether it be moving or switching jobs or something like that. You know, once you get uncomfortable, that's where the growth happens, girl. Exactly. And that's, that doesn't make it any less scary. (laughs) Yeah, because again, going back to I'm scared of losing people. (laughs) Yeah. I feel you. Because like right now, where I'm at, um, I like feel comfortable, you know, which like isn't a bad thing. You know, being comfortable is not a bad thing, especially when I haven't been comfortable for so long. Mm-hmm. So I like where I am right now, but I do want to push myself to go further. Mm. And when you're ready, you'll know. Yeah, that's what I feel like. I feel like whenever I'm ready, it'll be clear. You, and I promise you, Felicia, you're going to wake up and you're going to say, well, all right. Yeah. Gonna, it's going to start with one box. <laughs> one box, girl. Yeah. Oh, fun. I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not even there yet, and I'm already excited. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> okay, here's another question. You can answer this question, obviously, in a variety of ways. You can answer it with one singular thing. You can mm-hmm. answer it with multiple things. Oh. But I do want to ask, um, what moment in your life do you think has been the most, like, pivotal and page turning for you like something happened and you became a different person or you grew to be a different person either for the better or for the bad Hmm. 
what was that moment or series of moments for you? Um, well, I think everybody probably can guess what I'm going to say. It's when Robbie died, which if like y'all don't know if y'all haven't heard me talk about it before. Um, Robbie was my boyfriend who died from suicide. Um, and this was in 2014. And I remember like literally like it was probably the night it happened. Me being mm. like, okay, this is a whole chapter of my life that's just closed like just ended suddenly and closed and it's kind of hard to like it's hard to explain it because I don't think people will understand or people might understand but I'm Mm. worried that people might understand not understand unless they've gone through what I've gone through so Robbie and I like I was about to graduate from college we were we have we were renting a house together we had cats I was like on track to like get married have children you know start a life Mm. like that and Mm. I had been dating him for like since high school so like that was my my whole life so whenever that happened and it was so sudden like just you know come home from work one day and your whole life is completely different that definitely changed me and it showed me like a lot of things about myself um I have I like I think I've talked about this before, but I think, like, I had no idea, like, how strong I actually am because, Mm. like, I, like, still, like, a month later walked across the stage at graduation. Like, I still, like, got it done. Like, I just went into this, like, mode to where I was like, all right, I have to figure out how to do this. And I think the point where I realized, like, like, Courtney likes to say the world keeps spinning, which was, Mm. like, a sad moment, but also, like, a pivotal moment to realize that um, was like what like kind of, I guess helped me through the grief. Mm. Cause it was like, well, I've been like sitting here crying for like a week and obviously like I cried every day for like months, you know? Um, But I'm like, I'm sitting here crying and this is like the worst thing that will probably ever happen to me. But like people are still going to work. People are still living their lives. Like nothing's ever happened, you know? So, like, the world keeps going, and you just have to, like, somehow figure out to, like, jump back in on that whenever you've, like, got thrown off the Ferris wheel. Like, you know, you've got to got to just, like, keep going, and that's what, like, gets you back into things and makes you discover things about yourself that, like, you never knew. There was, like, this book that I read about other people who were, like, survivors of suicide, and um, that was, like, one of the quotes that, like, I, like it was like a mantra. Like I read it every day. It was like, like, this is like the worst thing that will ever happen. But like through this pain, you'll discover things that you never knew about yourself. And that's definitely what happened with me. And it's not saying that like, I don't obviously wish that he never died, but the person I am today and the things I like and the things I like, just everything that is about me would be completely different and like it would have been okay either way you know either path would have been okay Mm. but I'm just like amazed at the person that I've become through all of this Mm. if any of that makes any sense (laughs) no Felicia it actually makes a lot of sense because it it's life altering yeah like it really is this chapter is closed. Your life will never be the same again. You just have to accept that your life will never be the same. Like you're not going to have 
you know, your nightly thing where you watch the same shows that you always watched or see the same people. Like, you know, people see you and they're reminded of him. So you're not going to know the same people anymore because it's too painful for them to see you. Um, mm. And I mean, I did the same thing. I, there's people that I don't see anymore because they remind me of him. Like, it's just your entire life changes. Wow. And you walked across that motherfucking stage. I did. Mm-hmm. And how did that feel? I don't remember. <laughs> I, there's so much that I don't remember. And I remember the first, like, I immediately, like, said that. And I was like, I've got to find a therapist because, like, I want to, like, make sure I'm fine. Um, but I remember mm. my therapist was like, there's going to be so much that you don't remember. And I, like, I actually have these videos that I recorded of me like update I haven't watched them since I record I've never watched them Mm. but I have videos and I have journals that because she was like it write stuff down how you're feeling in this moment you know record it because you're not going to remember there's so many things that are just black because I don't remember their chunks because my brain couldn't hold that like it's just like it's crazy like how I remember just one day being like oh, wow, I felt good today because for so long, it was every day. It was like, all right, let me get up, get in my car, cry on the way to work, go to work, come home from work, cry on the way home from work, get home, have a breakdown. You know, it was for so long, just that over and over again. And then one day it was like, oh, wow. I and what, what what was that like? What did you do that day? I don't, I don't even know. I you just remember, remember not crying one day on my way home from work. And I realized, oh, my God, I can't even think of the fucking movie. But, like, there was this Disney movie I watched. It's just that <laughs> animated movie about, like, the emotions. Inside Out. Inside Out, yeah. And they were saying, you know, you can't have happy without sad. Mm. And let me tell you, I love the message in that fucking movie, me Felicia. Me too. Uh, wow. Look at you. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes life sometimes feels like it's like survival. Mm-hmm. Just to get to the damn happy. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I never knew how strong and resilient that I could be. Mm. Well, I mean, I don't even think I even meant to segue into this, but here we go. <laughs> Jenna wanted to know, what is something you would tell your younger self at any age? Hmm. Like, you're in a room, you're at a table, you got some plexiglass, prison set up. What are you going to tell Felicia, Felicia? I would probably tell myself what I just said. Like, you are resilient. You just might not know it yet. And Mm. bad things are going to happen, but it's going to reveal to you how strong you actually are Mm. do you think like a 10 year old felicia would be proud of today's adult felicia i think so yeah yeah i think so too i think so hmm well felicia i got one final question Mm -hmm. and it's a good one if you could be a song what would it be called and how would it sound Oh, my God. I don't even... I have no idea. What do you mean? This is difficult. Difficult? This is the hardest question. What? 
to come up with a song name and how it would sound. Yeah. Like if Felicia could be a song, what would that song be and what would it sound like? What's your vibe? I think it would sound like, or this is what I would hope that it would sound like. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that it would sound like the feeling that you get whenever it's like just turning to fall and like there's a little bit of a chill to the air and you're home and the sun is shining bright through the windows and you have great fall candles lit and it feels cozy and you have a nice cup of tea and you feel totally calm and at peace that sounds like me at my mom's house (laughs) Like, literally, fall. My house always smells like a fucking fall candle. And my mom's always making fucking tea. That's literally my house. <laughs> on God, Felicia. On God. Wow. I don't know what, what it would be called. Description. I don't know what the name would be. But Red-haired girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's just something about that red-haired girl. Mm. Wow. A concept. Because she ain't like all the rest. She's that red-haired girl. <laughs> that red-haired girl. There's just something about her. <laughs> if only I was a natural redhead. Who cares? There's <laughs> something. That's the fucking mystery. It's, a, it's not even real. Right. Because there's just something about her. Mm. Wow. A concept. Get to writing, Felicia. Get to writing. But we ain't signing the big machines. Oh, no. Well, everyone, that about wraps up uh, the soul bearing of uh, Felicia, mm. Queen of the South. There we go. Was there that good? Go. <laughs> I think so. Do you? Was that a good interview? I lived for it. Yeah. Uh, we took you. We took the the listener on uh, a roller coaster of emotions. A roller coaster. I lived. For, I just want everyone to compliment themselves today too. I hope that when I asked that question, y'all did that. If yeah. not. Bitch, now's the time. Say something now. Now's the time to compliment yourself. We'll give you a minute to do it. You know, do it right now. Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. Okay, that was that was your moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Anything you want to say, Felicia? Thanks for interviewing me. Felicia, I had a fucking blast. (laughs) Honestly, you're a great interviewee. I thought that your responses were insightful and, you know, they came from the heart. Thanks. You really you know, snapped. You know I have a hard time sharing. Girl, you shared and I lived. Okay, good. I'm always, <laughs> like, worried, you know? I'm always like, no. did I share too much? <laughs> no, 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 no. You were phenomenal, out of this world. Also, let me just... I do have something I want to say. Oh, she said, hold on, bitch. Give me this goddamn soapbox. Everyone who tried to expose me in Courtney's replies to the tweet, relax. You need to calm down. I'm not going to get on here and reveal things about myself. A best. I saw y'all. That that are invisible texts right now. Mm -hmm. We saw y'all. We saw what y'all trying to do. Mm-hmm. Those are invisible the, text conversations. That that's God. Maybe a year from now, we will not, reveal. 
Not a whole year. <laughs> yes, a whole year. Just like a whole fucking year. I was year. Th- at first. I was about to say maybe two years from now, Courtney. Not two years, Felicia. A year is not that far away. Lord knows they might still be invisible in a year. <laughs> said I almost said two years, Felicia. <laughs> Listen, it takes some time to reveal the invisible tags in glamorous sectional conversations. That's very true. So. They're, they're, air, they're airtight and sealed. Anyways. You can't escape out. <laughs> well, Courtney, I'm excited to see you next week. I'm very excited for you to hop off the plane at, at LAX. LAX. Cardian. Card- Cardian. Cardigan. Cardigan. <laughs> Fucking talk. I'm very excited for you to also make uh, lemon bars and uh, for us to play video creator at video convention. Yes. I'm very excited. So if you guys uh, like VidCon stuff, be sure to follow us on social media. Make sure you catch those drunk accidental story posts while you can before I wake up and delete them. We need to vlog too. Oh yeah, I definitely plan to vlog actually to be honest because i feel like if i'm not going to a concert this summer i at least owe the kids the vidcon vlog. i didn't even give the kids the drag con vlog we haven't vlogged in a long time probably feel- since taylor's concert yeah like at least vlogs that have seen the internet so i definitely want to capture some things i want to get tana in a vlog like moja i want to get Dude. fucking david dobrik in a vlog <laughs> felicia is that yeah we're doing it I literally, I don't know, I don't know how I react if I met David Dobrik. Like, Felicia, obviously, I wouldn't freak you're out. You're gonna meet David Dobrik next week. Stop. We are not. Felicia, don't get my hopes up. I'm managing my expectations. <laughs> Felicia, I'm managing your expectations. You're gonna meet David Dobrik next week. Like, he's that's very attainable. He's literally just walking around. I want to ask so, him for a picture if I meet so him. It's so roped off. He's he's gonna be nice. He's gonna take the picture for you. I'll we take literally it. didn't walk up to him. The, other the first time we saw Felicia, him in person we are gonna all the the lounge and mixer shit make sure that we go you know sometimes we don't always make it up there so yeah <laughs> we need to make it up there yeah okay i can't wait for you to meet david for you to meet Didi. oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna re-meet him because he doesn't remember me it'll be like that time that like you told ricky that i thought matt king was hot and then i just walked up and Ricky's like, this is my friend Felicia. <laughs> Only introduces me. Wait, was I drunk? Wait, what was that? Yes, Wait, was that this, playlist? Was, this was at that same playlist party <laughs> that With we didn't walk up to David Dobrik. And Zane was there? Yes. You were like, oh, Felicia God, thinks. Because I, I, I was like, Courtney, why did he only introduce me? <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I might have told him, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, are you ready to see? Oh my god, you know how we're really gonna meet David Dobrik because Todd is gonna go, and that's gonna be our end. I'm gonna walk right up to Todd. <laughs> Can't wait to meet David. Yes. I'm gonna be terrified. I'm probably not gonna ask him for a picture, but I'm gonna want to. I'm gonna ask him for a picture, and then I'm be like, "Girl, can I use your phone?" So you might as well get your picture. Okay. Oh, we're doing it, like, cause it's gotta be on the nice phone, girl. What's funny yes. is we say this, but then <laughs> we're gonna get there and be like, "Fuck, David Dobrik." Just like the first time we saw him in person. No, this time, no, Felicia. This time, I'm not playing. Okay. Like I said, this could be the last VidCon I get invited to. <laughs> All bets are off. True. We got to treat it like that. I'm going to be super vlog. Girl, 
Tanner, like I said, Tanner turning 21, and so am I, girl. Where the cameras is at? Because that's exactly where I'm going to be. Well, guys, stay tuned to our social medias um, <laughs> to see if we actually meet David Dobrik and actually take a picture with him. You guys, keep your feet on our necks. I swear to God, y'all better annoy us VidCon weekend talking about did you meet David Dobrik yet? Because we are going to meet him. Yeah. Okay. We're putting we're put- it out. We're, we're putting it into the universe. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> well, guys, stay tuned for next week's episode. It's very exciting. We will be at VidCon when it goes live. But we're talking to our new friend, Annie. Annie and her galaxy. She's, hey, hey, hey. she's a musician, and we're super excited to introduce you to her. So stay tuned for next week while we're at VidCon. Keep up with us on our social medias. And guys are going to live. And um, please wish us well wishes for VidCon. Yes. We love ya. And make sure to uh, get some rest, drink some water, do your nighttime skin routine, and make sure your moisturizer got SPF. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow us on all of our social media. That's in the description for the podcast. And um, subscribe. All that good stuff. Thanks yes, for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.